You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. simple definition of seeing is to look or appear to be. And there are things and people that seem to be one thing, a person, but are otherwise. Even when it comes to money, money can seem genuine, but be counterfeit. I've had that happen to me recently. Uh, somebody said, you know, this is counterfeit. Counterfeit, that's real. Held it up, didn't know what I was looking for, but looking. <laughs> As how you determine his counterfeit? Say, let me show you. But let's let's put a second test on it too. Let's just mark it. You see how it's changing? I see here, counterfeit. But but it looked or appeared to be a genuine one hundred dollar bill. Of course, I retraced my steps. Didn't want to just give up that hundred. But it was counterfeit. And I imagine some of us, we, we went through something similar to where it looked genuine. But it was counterfeit. Now, now you got some folks that are okay with counterfeit stuff. You don't mind getting the bag, some of you women, some a pocketbook that you know is a, what they call a, a knockoff. Some folks just don't have no problem with counterfeit. It does not matter if it's legit or not. They are just okay with it. But some of us just want the real thing. Let me see some hands if you just want the real thing. Because counterfeit will let you down sooner or later. It'll look like a Gucci for about three weeks till some water hit it. Chain will, a chain around your neck will look like 18 karat gold for about two and a half months until you mess around and drop it in the water. If it's counterfeit, false, or pseudo, sooner or later, it's going to manifest. It's going to manifest. Even when it comes to people, sooner or later, it's going to manifest. And just like with a bill, whether 20 or 100, you just have to put the test to it. 
And once a certain test happens, the truth will come out. Woo, it got quiet because some of us have been through that. Sometimes you can say something and you mean well. But when all is said and done, what you said wasn't true. Just like Peter when he told Jesus, hey, no matter what you go through, Jesus, everybody else may leave you, but I'm going to be right there. Jesus said, before the cock or the rooster crows two times, you're going to be done denied me three times. Oh, no, that ain't going to happen to me. But just as sure as we are in church on Sunday morning, And it's a beautiful day outside. It happened to Peter. It happened. We have to learn God's way so we can avoid becoming false, pseudo artificial or synthetic when it comes to our Christianity. How many with me so far? And so when something seems a certain way it appears to be or it, or it looks like Contextually, way has to do with a method, a plan, path, guidance, a direction. And notice Solomon, the writer of Proverbs, was point blank when he said, again, notice, There is a way that seems right. And it can seem right whether it's on paper or whether you hear it. It can appear to be right. You put it in your pocket because you think it's Right. You pull it out when you put something on the counter ready to pay with it because you think it's right. There is a way that seems right, but seem right is not right. Seem right is wrong. But he takes it further. He says it seems right. But to who? A man. Oh. Not to God. Or to somebody that's led by the spirit of God. But it seems right to a man. And so you have to deal with why it seems right to a man. It seems right to a man because of his senses. 
seems right to a woman because of her senses. I, I just feel like it's what I, I need to do. And, and, and sometimes feeling can be right. True? I said sometimes feeling can be right. But are feelings 100% accurate? No. Because many of us have a testimony that our feelings have got us in trouble. Then sometimes, based upon your senses, it can look right. But it's just to you. It, it just looks right. Pastor, just, I, I, I feel it and you, look. Look at it, Pastor. I, I feel it and just look. And you can look at something and it just looks legit. I mean, it looked legit. Ain't no question about it. And sometimes the enemy can can paint a picture and make it look right. And the angel know how to come to well, the enemy knows how to come to saints and try to present something wrong as if it's right. But Paul exposed the enemy and say that, that Satan or demons will come as angels of lights. The enemy will come trying to make it feel right, look right. But it's wrong. Even when he came to Jesus in the wilderness, knowing Jesus hadn't ate anything for a month or so, he tried to make what he was saying seem right. And you have folk that that even take scripture and try to make it seem right. Be just twisting it, not rightly divided, and make it seem right. But it's wrong. You don't need the Holy Spirit because such and such didn't have the Holy Spirit. But you ain't rightly dividing the word. Because Jesus, they may have didn't have it then, or this person may not have had, but Jesus told his disciples. Don't do anything until they get it. So what you mean we ain't got to have it? So you have to rightly divide the word. Because somebody can say something. Show you something. That seemed right. Solomon said it seemed right to a to a person. Oh, that mercy. I, I, I don't even have enough fingers and, 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 and toes to tell you how many times it felt right, but it was wrong. I, I have argued about something, and, and what I was arguing about was just as wrong. I, I was just as... 
I was just wrong. You, you ever got into it with somebody, whether your spouse, your, your brother, uh, your mama, whoever, and, and you just arguing your point only to find out 10 minutes later that you were just wrong. Woo, I need some help. I got too many quiet folk in here. Just ask somebody, have you ever felt right? But you were so wrong. You'll, you'll see some folks just like. I, I had the problem when I was exposed and I was wrong. It, it, was just, it would just be hard for me to go and admit to the person I, I had been arguing with that I was. I'd be like. Uh, what, I, what I said. I went completely right. Come on now, don't be trying to fix it. Because won't we trying to fix it sometime? But if you're wrong, you're just wrong. You felt like you were right at the time, but you were wrong. And preachers are notorious for being But try to make it right. And, and some of us have a history of being. But it seemed right. I just knew I was right. But you wasn't. And, and see we, we have to be careful because as, as Christians. We can never allow our senses to dictate to us truth. We can't allow our senses to tell us that is right. Because when we do so, we are going in contrast to the will of God. Consider 2 Corinthians. I'm going to read it and deal with it a little bit. I know you can quote it. But consider 2 Corinthians. I think by now all of us have been exposed. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. For we, and the we he's talking about is Christians, walk by faith, not by sight. Figuratively, sight is senses. Now he's talking about Christians now. now. Now you got some folks, if they get mad, they just gonna say what they feel. We done been there. We just gonna say it. We ain't gonna hold back. We gonna, we gonna say it. Now we may apologize for it. Two days later, but we just, if we feel it, we going to say it. You ever been there? I know I was in the flesh, Pastor, but yeah, and you're right. But, but notice what he says, for we walk by, not by. But see, it, it's not just 
a natural thing. You have to make the choice to walk by the word and not by your senses. Because I'm going to tell you something. Every time an issue comes up in your life, your senses are going to be saying, do what I tell you. Your eyes going to be saying, look, that right there shouldn't be. Your eyes going to always try to tell you what choice to make. Your ears going to always try to tell you what choice to make. But as a child of God, you have to walk by the word of faith. Romans 10 and 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Romans 1 and 17 closes out by saying, as it is written, the just saved people have to live by faith. So that means some things you hear, you ignore. You don't allow those things to drive you into thinking, talking, or doing something. No. You ignore it. You, you put your flesh under subjection and say, no, I'm not going to do that even though I heard it clearly. You can even understand what is being said, but when it's in contrast to the will of God, you don't do it. And that takes two things. Discipline and maturity. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13 and 11, when I was a child, I acted like a child. Bottom line, he thought, talked, and did like a child. But then he said, when I became a man, I put away childish things. God, you're going to have to move this. No, it's certain things you move. God has already given you the ability to do it. You just have to make the choice to walk in it. Can't walk by your senses. I'm just going to be honest with you. If I walked by my senses, I wouldn't be a good preacher for you because I'd be cussing folks out all the time. Y'all would be trying to vote me out. You know they're having a meeting today. What they had to be, they trying to vote Pastor out. Why they trying to vote him out? Pastor's been cussing folk out all week. He got mad at, at the man at the grocery store, cussed him out, didn't they? say so he went down to tractor supply and acted the food too. We got to vote him out. How, how many of you, if you went by your senses, you'd be cursing out your own family members? You slapped your child every other day. Because sometimes your, your senses be, you need your slapping. I'm going to tell you something. It's amazing some of the things that come to us to do. See, some of y'all are trying, well, I'm saved. Yeah, I'm saved too. I'm saved. I'm saved for real. 
But I'm just going to tell you something. It's some stuff that come to you. It's just like sometimes you get sick of a person, but, but if, if you told a person you sick of them every time you feel it, your senses would tell you, you sick of her, you need to tell her. No, no. At that moment, you could be sick of that person. But then two days later, your senses say, she's so good to you. You need to tell her how good she is. Now, you obey that sense. But that sense that come when you done got upset, tell her you can't stand there anyway. Say to your neighbor, you can't operate on your senses. You can't go by your senses. You have to point blank put God first. And because God equates his word according to John 1 and 1 following, we have to put the word of God first. Let me just quote that. Uh, In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. We cannot allow our senses to become a part of our makeup to the point to where we think Say and do what we feel, what we see, or what we hear. Because we live in a jacked up society. It, it, it's some stuff time. You see what it is on TV. You need to change the channel. It's some stuff time you start reading it on Facebook. You need to hurry up and delete it. Am I right? So you cannot, as a child of God, I ain't talking about a sinner, child of God, walk by senses or sight. You have to walk by faith. That's your way. The way you need to choose is the way of faith. I'm going to live by faith because I'm a child of God. Are you going to be perfect? No. going to be times you're going to get mad and you're going to say something you ain't got no business saying, so what do you do? You repent. You repent. You admit you were wrong and then you turn from it. Re- repenting ain't just uh, asking for forgiveness. Repent is action. You know they repent it before they die. What they do? They ask for forgiveness. That ain't, that ain't repentance. You can ask for forgiveness while you live, but, but if you repent, you not only ask for forgiveness, you, chur- you turn. You put some action with that. I mean, I understand and that's what you do. Don't just ask somebody to forgive you and you keep doing the same dumb stuff. If you ask somebody to forgive you, you change. You start acting in a completely different way. And if you find yourself messing up, you ask for forgiveness again and, and you start 
again on that same path trying to do completely different. That's what you call repentance. If I got a problem with Elder Jackson, I ask him for, to forgive me. He said, well, I forgive you and, and vice versa. But then we go back and do the same jump. We didn't truly repent. Y'all hear me? There is a way that seems right. And, and I love because Psalm say to a man. Because sometimes we, we got our own philosophy. Yeah, we, we, we'll look at a situation and, and we, we'll say, well, this is how it was. Well, you need to put in your eyes. You never need to get to the point the way you think your way equates the right way. That's hard on men. Because they the head of the house. Well, we going to do a such and such. No, wait, wait now. You the head of the house, but that don't mean boss. That mean head according to the scripture. Oh, growing up, you, 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 you would hear from other folks, hey, you the head, ain't you? That mean whatever you say, go. What manual you get that from? What book you get that from? That's the holy book. That ain't no holy book. That's an unholy book. We have to be to the point to where we never allow our senses or allow what we think to equate right. Nobody, nobody can do that with God. Nobody can do that with God. Now, now understand this. God so knew that we were going to be selfish. Even though we would accept him as Savior and Lord. He still knew we were going to be selfish to a degree. That, that's the reason, one of the first things he said, his disciples, he said, look, if y'all coming after me, I need y'all to do something for me. What you need us to do for you, Jesus, deny yourself. Now, that's what came out of his mouth, deny yourself. Yeah, you following me, but I need you to do it. deny yourself. Because even in following Jesus, you still want it your way. I said, even in following Jesus, you still want it your way every now and then. So again, he told him, if you're going to come after me, deny yourself. 
How many have ever read that? Okay, so most of us have. I won't have to go there. And then he said, and take up your cross. One thing the cross represents is suffering. Not getting your way, you will encounter suffering. Because so, sometimes you, you will want it your way, but God said, no, this ain't going to be the way you want it. This is going to be my way. Lord, I want this trial to be over. No, this ain't going to be your way. This is going to be my way. You went through something. You wanted it to end swiftly. You wanted your way. Because and now remember what I told you. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. And again, one thing that cross represents is suffering. So you will experience some things you don't want to experience. You will want it your way, but God will tell you, no, this ain't going to be your way. This going to be my way. It's just like I would love for stuff to be wonderful all the time. I, I would love for everything to be just so beautiful at my home all the time. Woo! <laughs> Big house, two people, but, but it's not beautiful all the time. Sometimes that's a good thing about a big house. You got... Big, not beautiful all the time so you got upstairs mid stairs no mid stairs uh mid level downstairs so if it's not beautiful and somebody may be upstairs you go downstairs if it's not beautiful somebody's downstairs you may want to go to the mid level even that's bible Look how y'all looking. Because as humans, whether single, married, or what have you, there are times you just want your And sometimes you're, you're, you're to the point to where you're selfish, and, and so you won't listen to God the way he wants you to listen to him. And see, this is a tight message. Can't nobody do this right here. I done told her now that you, you can't tell her because this got you at the end of the finger. Got everybody at the end of the finger. Even some of you looking like you about to freeze just. But it seems right. It seems right. And, and so again, God knew that we were going to be selfish even though we had made the choice to follow him. And so in his omniscience and omnipotence and most of all his sovereignty, he said, I got to give them a comfort. I got to give them somebody to guide them. Because if I don't give them somebody to guide them, they're going to mess stuff up. And, and so notice what he dropped on his disciples. Go with me to John 
16, real quick. Y'all stay with me. I'm on toes right now. Even my own, but just, just let me stay on your toes. It might be the toe message. John 16 and 13, ready? However, this is what Jesus told him. When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into what? He's going to guide you into all truth. All truth. He's going to tell you what way to go. And the way he's going to tell you is going to be the way of truth. Because you'll error, you'll mess stuff up, but follow him and you'll be in truth. And even when you run into problems, it seems like you're bound. Don't worry. The truth will make you free. Just keep following him. You don't need to follow the same right way. You need to follow the spirit of truth. I mean, God, God was so serious about following the Holy Spirit to where even when it comes to the church, he revealed through Paul in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, don't you follow your pastor if your pastor ain't following me. Even when it came to the household, Though the husband is the head. In Ephesians 5, he made it clear that the husband was supposed to be the head of the household as Christ is the head of the church. Letting all of us know, I don't want you to be selfish, period. I want you to follow my way. Because if you follow my way, you're going to be going down the path of Truth. Lord, don't want us going down the wrong way. Even though sometimes wrong feels right. I needed to slap her. No, you didn't need to slap her. Your flesh made you feel like. Yeah, I kicked her, but she had to learn a lesson out of you. Well, you're going to learn a lesson now because she, she done called the police. So I guess it's lesson on top of lesson. See, see when, when you go down that wrong path and it seems right, you'll try to justify your actions. Justify your words. Wrong, but it seems right. In my clothes, let's go back to Proverbs 14 and 12 and deal with the latter clause. Again, Proverbs 14 12. There's a way that seems right to a man, but it's in the conclusion. Is the way of death. You, you can be on a wrong path and, and be done just done wrong and thinking it's going to end well. It ain't going to end well. 
if you do wrong, it ain't going to end well. The conclusion is not going to be happy day. Notice what he said. The end thereof is death. Figuratively, death is ruin. You're going to mess up yourself as well as other folk because you chose the wrong way. And when you choose the wrong way, it determines on how far off you have got off track. You could be messed up a little or messed up a whole lot. I have took a wrong turn before and just kept following the road trying to figure out where, where I'm going. Just kept following and following and following. That way, sooner or later, something's going to come and, and find out that I done got 30 miles out of the way. Because I kept going down the wrong Road. I wouldn't just admit it was a wrong road and pulling somebody's driveway back up and go back. No, I got to keep coming. It's going to come out right. Wrong ain't going to end right. Say to your neighbor, wrong ain't going to end right. And look at him point blank and say, you need to know that. You didn't say it the way I said it. Let's try it one more time. And you need to know that. Look at one more person and say, wrong ain't going to end right. And you need to know that. It's going in in death. And, and it's amazing how, how saying the wrong thing going to end in death. Just saying the wrong thing going to end in death. Remember what this same writer revealed in, in Proverbs 18 and 21? Death and I am the power of the tongue. What I say can end up in death. I can kill somebody with what I say. Therefore, I have to weigh my words. James so understood what, what uh, Proverbs 18 and 21 meant to where he told the brother, he said, look, I know y'all going through Divers trials. I know y'all going through this, that, and the other, but you got to be slow to speak. You can't just say it just because you feel it. You got to be slow to speak. So, Sometimes when, when, when you just get fooled and ready, ready for it to come out, get out the house. Yeah, just get out the house. It's better to get out the house than just say it. Just start killing with your mouth. If you shoot me with a little 22 in my arm, sooner or later, it's going to heal. It ain't, it ain't going to take no 10 years for it to heal. But you can say something with your tongue. That if the person is not in the right place, that person will carry what you said for years. It's only through God's grace and through the Holy Spirit 
that he has empowered us to be able to, to forgive folk and let weight and sin go and move forward. But if you have not been empowered by God, there, there are certain things somebody can say. It will torment you for the rest of your life. And you have people in institutions that are there because somebody killed them with words. You don't need to think the wrong thing. Say the wrong thing. Or do the wrong thing. Purposely. All the time. You don't need to do it. There is a way. It seemed right to bear. But the end thereof is, is death. Get off that path, Barry. Ooh, I wish you would put your name there just, just for a minute anyway. Keep your arms tight by your side so you won't be trying to point at nobody. And just say, Barry, or whatever your name is. Get off the path. That seems to be wrong. Well, that seems to be right, but it's wrong. Amen? I'm done.